All right, MMA fans, I'm here with the recently appointed PFL uh, head of fighter operations, Mr. Dan Hardy, former UFC fighter, former UFC title challenger, US MMA living legend, if I, if I may. How are you, sir? Very generous. I'm good, man. I'm good. Really good. We are here recording this interview during the UFC fight week. You are here, I guess, for cornering uh, yeah. Veronica Hardy. Uh, congrats on your marriage, by the way. Uh, what are your feelings ahead of the fight? I know that, of course, you are a bit biased, but yeah, I, I I'm like very, to... <laughs> very biased. I'm very biased. I'm excited. You know, I'm excited. She's, you know, it's been three years since she fought last. Um, you know, after her last fight, we came back to the UK straight into lockdown because of the pandemic. You know, so we we've trained for the last three years. We've studied. We've been watching fights. We've been obsessing about MMA. And, you know, it was time for her to get into a training camp. We've had a, a really good, what, 14 weeks we've been preparing for this this card now. She looks amazing. She's better everywhere. She's, she's smart. She's mature. She's, I'm excited for her. Of course, a little bit nervous because I wanted to, to do her best, but I've, I've done everything I can to this point to make sure that she's ready. And I know she is. And how is it to be a couple of uh, MMA analysts and MMA commentators since she, Veronica is working as well with uh, RS uh, yeah. in France? She's very, very good. She studies really hard. You know, we always have conversations back and forth about, you know, how to open the shows, how to set fighters up. And, you know, she's learning all the time. She, she researches really well. And of course, she knows, you know, she knows the sport really well as well. And she speaks well. She's a smart individual. So she, you know, she, she's able to articulate and explain to people what's going on in, in ways that a lot of people can't. I'm very, very proud of her. And I think that, you know, once her career as a fighter is done, if she decides she wants to go into broadcasting, she'll do very, very well. You were recently appointed uh, head of fighters operation for um, PFL Europe. Mm -hmm. How much does it mean uh, to you this uh, this new office? It, it means it means a lot. It's a really good opportunity for me. I'll still be doing the stuff on the broadcast, so I'll still be commentating and, and working as an analyst. But to be able to scout talent and find the best talent from around Europe and bring it onto the the PFL roster, and then you know matchmake so these cards are exciting for the fans. It's the ideal job for me. You know, I, I love MMA and I love creating opportunities for young fighters because I used to be a young fighter and I didn't have opportunities. It was always difficult to find the, the moments I could fight and the opponents that would accept the fights. And see, with the PFL, you're in the, you're in a championship throughout the throughout the year, right? So the first fight for this year in particular, you've got March. If you win March 25th next week, yes. then you move on to the, uh, the the Paris show in September. If you win that. Then you go on to Dublin. If you win the fight in Dublin, you've got a hundred thousand dollars in your pocket. It's a lot of money for fighters in Europe. And then if you win that, then you can go on to the global, and then there's the million dollar prize. It, it's it's a good a good consistent path for young fighters to make good money as they move through their career. And you know to be able to facilitate that in some ways, it's an honor for me. And how much does it mean, you know, in general for Europe to have such a big promotion like PFL investing in local fighters? I think it's as, uh, as you said, there was no opportunity like yeah. that before. I, I think it's I think it's huge. I mean, you know, we've got really good shows in Europe. Of course, you know, we've got Cage Warriors in the UK that's been a great feeder show to the UFC. Aries in, in Paris, of course, are doing amazing things, really consistent, great fighters. Then we've got Octagon and Hexagon and KSW. You know, we've got good European shows. But the same conversation I have with all the fighters, I just can't fight enough. There's not enough fights for me to, to, to stay busy. You know, fighters, I mean, I had 14 fights in my first year as a pro. And I wouldn't be able to find 10 fights or five fights now in, in a year. Like most fighters are getting one, two fights, maybe. They might be matched for four and then opponents are pulling out and they don't get the chance to perform. So with this, I can bring consistency to it. And four, four shows this year is the least we'll do. 
you know, next year we'll be doing probably four again, maybe six, but then I want to push it up. And I, I want to have a show at least every month for my BFL. That's, that's the goal. I want to cover all the weight classes. I want to make sure people that are, that are turning pro have got an option to turn pro on the Professional Fighters League in, in Europe. So I want to sign amateurs as, as they're ready to turn, turn pro and, and, you know, cultivate and support their career as they, as they move through. Instead of them having to go from one show to the next and hope to find a home that way, I'm going to make sure the PFL is the home. PFL Europe 1 is just in a few days. It's important to start on the right uh, foot. So, uh, you know, the, the card is headlined by Simon Powell, if I'm not wrong, the light heavyweight uh, from, from England. The show is in Newcastle. What should fans expect from uh, this card? Well, first, I mean, we've got the women's flyweight, we've got the men's light heavyweight. So we've got, we've got eight fighters from each weight class competing on the same card. So Dakota is her main event. She's fighting Milin Hermansen from Sweden, who's a, an excellent boxer. And then, of course, as you said, we've got Simeon Powell in the main event taking on Mohamed Amin, who's, again, another great striker. With, you know, he's training with Masasi, he's training with Derrida. He's going to have a good ground game as well. But they're, they're the two feature bouts on the card. But everybody else on the card that's, that's within their two weight classes is in the contention to win the same prize. So they'll be able to watch all of their potential opponents before they compete. And, you know, they're both undefeated, but Dakota and Simeon are both 7-0. and um, They have the potential to become very, very big stars, and they've got this opportunity to headline and co-headline in Newcastle. If they win this, they just go on to bigger things. And they'll also, you know, they're also opening the doors for the younger fighters, because we've got undercard fights as well. We'll have three undercard fights on the Newcastle show, and then probably the same for Berlin. And then, you know, as we move forward, I want to add more undercard fights that are not necessarily involved in the championship, but will be good for 2024 to move forward. It's, it's a huge opportunity for these fighters and Dakota and Simeon are the first two that have got the big opportunity, but they've by no means got easy fights. <laughs> no, that's true. And I guess you watch the PFL Challenger series so far. We just the eight week of Challenger series just aired. So is there anyone in particular who, who, stood, out, who stood out to you? Well, I mean, in Bukasangana, he looked fantastic, of course. A huge signing for the PFL. I think he's going to do do you know he's going to do big things. Every time I've spoken to him, I feel like he's he's still just kind of finding his feet in his career. So he's going to go a long way. The other name as well is uh, Nate Kelly. Mm -hmm. um, he was obviously he wasn't successful in getting the contract, but the Dublin show's coming up at the end of the year, and I would be very surprised if he's not on that. He's a very talented kid. He got a first round finish. He speaks very well. He just quit his job, so now he's training full time to be a professional. I think he's going to do big things as well. And last one, then I let you go. Uh, by the way, thank you for your time. But no you know, considering all that happening, all that happened between you and the UFC, is is it uh, weird for you to be here during fight fight week again? It, it is a bit strange. It is a bit weird being here. But it, you know, it's UFC fight week. I was here as a fighter. I was here as a commentator. I'm now here as a coach. So I'm kind of checking all the boxes <laughs> off. You know, and, and um, yeah, it's nice to be around here, see my old friends who I used to work with. But this opportunity with the PFL is really what, what I'm meant to be doing. I'll be commentating, but I'll also be kind of helping structure MMA in Europe. And it's my passion. I want to make sure I do a good job with it. So this is something that I can really have a good influence on the sport. So it's nice to be here, but I wouldn't like to be here working, let me put it that way. I'm ready for the PFL now. Okay. Thank you very much for your time again. Thank, Thank you, Mark. Have a nice one. Thank you.